0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very special episode of Mork and Mott's Happy Hour. Uh, This is our second episode of the week, and it is because we need to discuss um, Tiger King on National Beer Day, uh, in which I am indulging in a sour from the Beer Project, but we're not here to talk about beer. We're here to talk about the absurdity that is the Netflix show Tiger King, and I believe we have an ad read... um, so oh, would you like to ad read awesome bat. yep uh and joining us today um joining mork and i today is dad mott um and he is um one of our major sponsors and i'm sure he has an ad read for us so if you'd like to share
1: no this is my notes i'm sorry oh
0: those are your notes you don't have an ad read oh,
1: Yeah, i didn't have time sorry
0: all right then i'll uh mike you haven't done an ad read in a while actually <laughs> okay this is um... on you i'm pretty happy now because i like putting you on the spot for an ad read
2: all right, this goes out to what I'm eating right now. Um, Domino's. <laughs> when Pizza Hut's just not cutting it and nowhere else is open during the COVID-19 quarantine, go to Domino's.
1: That's an endorsement for you.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but Domino's doesn't have the dinner box.
2: No, but they got pizza.
0: That they do. A large um, pizza
2: for eight bucks? Sign me up. <laughs>
0: it's so gross. All right, so let's let's get into this. Um, first of all, we'll just go around uh, starting with... I'm just going to refer to you as Dad Mott for the whole podcast. That's fine. Um, so, Dad Mott, what did you think of The Tiger King? Uh,
1: I loved it. Um, really enjoyed it. I burned through it. It came out on that Friday, and I think... Did I finish? Eh, it must have been Monday. I want to say Sunday, but I think it was Monday. that I finished it, so I burned right through it because I had great familiarity with all of, with many of the characters, not all the characters, because I listened to the podcast uh, that came out. I want to say last September, fallish, sometime that that focused uh, strictly on the Carol, Joe you know, murder plot. So that's all it was about. So uh, so that, that got into more in-depth of that while the TV show got into uh, a number of other things. So I really look forward to it because of the uh, podcast, which was great, and I encourage everyone to, to check that out too. In fact, the podcast uh, in the last day or two came out with another episode to kind of update everyone and take advantage of uh, this crazy thing that's going on around here
0: so is what's the podcast called is it still called tiger king it's called
1: it's called joe it's called joe exotic so if you want to look, find it just put joe exotic podcast in uh in your search and boom it'll it'll pop up it was from wondery um the the company that made it and it's it's it's, it's a really good really it's about seven i want to say seven episodes each of them are about 40 minutes oh so it's just like so the show it's very similar cer- similar in length certainly um but uh, it's it, it is different it is different you learn a few more things then there's a lot of Joe a lot of Joe from jail uh, he did a lot of interviewing with Joe uh, talking from from jail so you hear a lot of stuff from him so
0: apparently he has coronavirus now too
1: no I think the way the story goes is there's people in the prison where he is has Oh, okay it, but no, he does not have it.
0: Okay. But is, so, is, are they coming out with another episode of the Tiger King on Netflix?
1: That's the rumor. Excellent. That's the rumor. That's, that's fantastic. I are we supposed to drop this week. Yeah. So.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Uh, now, Mork, what are, what are your, what's your insight? What is your hot take su- summary, executive summary go?
2: Well, first off, I just want to say that I think we both lost our podcast host positions to Dad Mott.
0: Yeah, well, he's a smooth talker. And we aren't.
2: If he started his own, we'd lose all our listeners. Big worry to him, 20 of them.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we'd lose our whole listener base.
2: Um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I I put Matt Mott on it.
0: Yeah, you but, did. But...
2: Um, I just wanted to see what all the hype was about at first like one episode in I was like alright this is just like a redneck tiger park it was just like alright it's gonna be like animal cruelty and all that But then each episode it was like some something else crazier happened and they never spent more than like 10 minutes on like one crazy thing and you're like whoa what happened to that like, like talking about Doc's like sister wives thing They trapped traps them all under 19 years old and they're just like yeah that's a thing now we're gonna to go to this and Carol Baskins murdered her husband and had to be eaten by a tiger by putting sardine oil on his shoes it was absolutely insane it was like it was just a contest to see who was the biggest psychopath because like, besides like some of the the workers and like the actual producers every single person that owned a big cat in that documentary was an absolute psychopath yes I don't know, psychopath or sociopathy, which, whichever one fits.
1: Um, it, was,
2: it was insanity.
1: All of them were, well, the especially the, uh, the gentlemen were all narcissists and, uh, yes. you know, uh, uh, and they all hated women, and it's just incredible. <laughs>
0: I don't think Doc Antle hated women. I think he was just awful with women he loved women
1: well to a point he, he, to a point he, that he, like, was garbage he loved certain things about women is what he loved he loved <laughs> breast implants that's how you got you. big
2: he loved his big orgy couch where there wasn't even room to put your feet He's like yeah this is my couch it's just three sectionals pushed together to form one giant bed
0: <laughs> that's how you fit all the sister wives <laughs>
2: And tigers. There's gotta be tigers in
0: it. They have to have tigers. That's part of the draw. Um,
2: Like, you know know Doc's a narcissist when he walks into his show riding an elephant.
0: That was hilarious. And then he got in the lake. Then he got in the river with the elephant. Huh? Can we discuss the scene where he was in the river playing with the elephant and the boat? The family on a boat drove by? Like, what's going on here? (laughs) What's this man doing in this river with an elephant? (laughs) It's like a
2: redneck version of, uh, Pablo Escobar's like
0: his zoo. hippos <laughs> he had like he had a sh- he had a ton of hippos and that's like what he did he's like I have hippos yeah so they all man.
2: escaped and now there's wild hippos in Central America
0: they became like an invasive species it's ridiculous
2: yeah the hippos are nasty
0: but uh my my brief review because everyone's already touched on everything is Yes, Mork got me onto it. He told me, Watch it, it's crazy. So I watched it, and it was crazy. And he hit the nail on the head. Just when you think you know what it's about, when you're like, This is about tigers, it's like, No, it's about politics. It's about a political campaign. You're like, Huh? What? Murder for hire plot? No way. This man took over the zoo? What? (laughs) Someone shot themselves. <laughs> Anything you, any curveball you could throw, they threw them all.
2: <laughs> the biggest curveball I thought was Joe Exotic running for president and then stepping down to run for governor.
0: <laughs> why, why the condoms? Why the condoms with your face
1: on them? I don't know. He was a character. But it's interesting though because you had an entire week of build-up where people are just going. Well, people are still going crazy over the show, but now I've read a few articles already that you know tear down that you know that the, the people who made the you know made the the uh, the docu-series were were as morally bankrupt as the people who are in it, and it just gets carried away. I mean, what? come on, we're here. We are watching these people telling their story. It's entertaining. I think it ends right there. There's no need to get into anything I mean, it's else. Not
2: like, it's not like the producers are spying on them. They're literally there with a camera in
1: their That's face. Right. Like, That's tell
2: right. your story. And they're like, okay, let me tell you all this shit I've ever done.
0: Yep. You want to know all you had to do, guys? Say, no, I'm not telling you my story. And guess what? This never would have been made. It's that easy but when you but can make narcissists and Exactly. Want to talk about themselves. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's a perfect storm for a docu- for a docu
1: series. Right. They had cameras going for 5 years, which is absolutely incredible. Uh, the amount of joe you see, you know, over that entire span. I mean, most of the time a documentary they're looking through archives and trying to find photos and maybe a clip here or there or an old interview and oh my god they had all the first person stuff right there in front of them and it was just entertaining what else can you say
0: well and that's the other thing is joe literally had people filming 24 7 so he he was doing the same thing he was doing the same thing he's like if you're not going to make a documentary i am yep the only thing is, if he put it out, it would be scary.
1: Yep, he's the one who wanted to be on Animal Planet or Discovery Channel doing exactly what he was doing. So, the part
2: that got me the most, I think, is the very last episode when they talk about how, like, some of the like keepers that have been there for a while are like, "Yeah, when Joe actually like, got into this and like rescuing animals, like his heart was in the right place." mm mm-hmm. And he like he has the message that like Carol has now, but Carol's just feeding her giant cat ego. But like you look at that clip where he, like he's like from like thirty years ago before he was a meth addict and had piercings in his face and stuff, and it was like, holy shit, what happened to that guy? Yep.
1: It's it's interesting, you know. Joe was I mean Joe I mean Joe clearly had a i think he had a tough life um and that's why the uh, the filmmakers are are getting some flack for doing this but again i totally disagree with the the that that argument i mean uh, he you know he grew up in the midwest where you know homosexuality isn't looked upon you know is frowned upon you know very deeply so he had to grow up in that but he seemed to uh, get past that, and then he embraced it, and he lived his life the way he wanted to live his life. And so, good for him.
0: It was a lot of people trying to like tear him down. Basically, is what caused him to fall off. Because if Carol Baskin didn't start, I you know I don't even remember, but like she started going at him and like acknowledging him. And then you fuel that fire that he has and that hatred that he has for people like that. And you're like, well, if you get a passionate guy and you give him something to hate, he's going to rip himself apart trying to destroy you because mm-hmm. he knows what he's doing, he loves what he's doing, and now you're adding this, this fuel to the flame and, I mean, that's not the only thing that contributed to him ultimately spiraling, but, like... I they think d- Mess had a big part to do with it. And Coke, did you see his Coke nail? Hmm.
2: No, I didn't see the
0: Coke. I'll send. He's I'll a, s- yeah, he's got a long pinky. Yeah. I'll send. Yeah, I'll send you a picture. Uh, no, I know. I've seen,
2: I've seen Coke nails. I can. No, you gotta. See, you gotta like... see
0: Joe Exotic's Coke nail because this thing is brown. It's gross. His hand is perfectly clean, but his nail is just gross. I saw an HD picture of it on Reddit. It's Pretty gross. <laughs> Yeah, uh, um, make me
1: suckers. Yeah, he's a—I mean, he's a hypocrite and he's a liar. I mean, you know, there's really not much good you can say about about Joe Exotic. There's uh, not
2: a lot of good you can say about any of them there, besides maybe the keepers that their life is complete shit and they think they're doing it for the right reason. They're basically get paying room and board to live in Joe's trailer park and take care of animals. That. One are the only people that I think it can actually like stick up for, especially like, the keeper that I forgot her name, but the one that lost her arm like the first episode. Saf. Yeah. Saf. And she goes right back. She's like, Well, I don't want bad publicity for Joe, so I'm gonna go right back to work. It's like yep.
1: Right. I hope this doesn't cost you money, Joe. And <sighs> it's like okay if that's uh They
2: they all had their own cult.
1: Yeah, and I think that that's was the creepy say. I think that was the creepiest episode when they talked about how uh, Antle and his women, and how Carol has these volunteers doing free forty-hour weeks or something crazy like that, and yeah, you know Joe barely pays his people. It's just like this—that this is just crazy, you know. This cult yeah, Carol, of personality. Carol gets away
2: with it because one, she has rescue at the end, at the end of her zoo name, that she still makes money off of off of donations.
1: Yeah, I mean, she's... And
2: and two, she calls everyone that comes and helps her volunteers instead of workers, so she doesn't have to pay them. Right. And then she's like,
1: when they're talking about the whole, like, shirt process, and it takes, like, six years for Carol to even
2: learn your name, because she's got that many people coming to show up, it's like, what are you guys doing?
0: (laughs) That was absurd.
2: You guys are picking up cat turds for eight years, so Carol will talk to you.
1: Right, I mean, yes, she stopped breeding... Whatever 15, 20 years ago, but she's still as bad as the other ones.
0: Oh, she's a nightmare. Um, so we'll go around in the same order, but I do have a first um, point of discussion is who is your favorite person on the show and why? Because I know my answer. so Dad Ma, who is your favorite
1: person on the show and why? Oh, my favorite person. I don't know. I mean, maybe because he was probably the most well. Saf was pretty normal, um, despite what happened to uh, her on the show. But I would, I might want to say John Finley, that guy who worked for. Dude was uh, missing all the teeth. The guy who was no, no, not not. Um, I'm sorry, I, I misspoke. Not Finley uh the other thank you Ranky, thank you is that the thank guy with
0: no, with no legs with no legs yes. okay right he's awesome he lost his legs
1: right like a zip mean, lining accident. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know he just talked matter-of-factly and calmly through the entire thing he probably only talked about 20 percent of what he knows about that place and it was shocking that he was never called to the stand during that trial which is like, what? How was this guy, who worked with him for at, I think at least fifteen years, at least fifteen years, he was he there in no, the open Never made people. it to the stand. I'm like, wow, this is, this is crazy. And his legs—he broke his—he—he he, he lost his legs. He—he he, he mentions a uh, zip lining accident, but yeah. that it's actually not true. He actually lost his legs in a bungee jumping accident. And he got really messed up from what from what else I read, Um, you know, not only his legs, but his he landed on some type of spike. Of course he did. And, you know, it pierced different parts and it's like 20 surgeries. It's just crazy. But uh, he's the only one I really he's the only one I respected. He's the only one in that show. I can use the word respect. Maybe SAF too, but that's probably about it right there. Am I up? Yeah, you're up, Mike.
2: Okay. Um,
1: I think I know
0: what you're gonna say.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, Joe Exotics' former producer of Joe Exotic TV, Rick Kirkham, <laughs> the guy in the cowboy hat that's just yep. chain smoking six.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yep.
2: Because he he his whole train of thought was just, look at this shit show. <laughs> I can make so much money off of this.
1: Right, right.
2: And, like, I, I, he, he was just plain as day and what his actual reason was, and he was super, like, forthcoming with everything. And just, like, some of the stories that he had was just amazing. And the fact that he's living in Norway now to hide from Joe,
1: who's
2: <laughs> now in prison, it's, like, it's... I don't know if I could pick a favorite. I think my second one I'll give a second one is um, the Mario dude the, the drug lord now turned Oh, oh that guy. <laughs> just because he's in it for like two seconds and you're like, wait, you have to interview a drug lord that now owns a bunch of exotic animals and you're just giving that like ten minutes of screen time? That was nuts. That, that's, that just shows how absolutely bonkers this docuseries is like you get a character like that and you're like yeah he's too tame for us we gotta go back to (laughs) Joe
1: how is he still out of prison I forget I think the show mentioned how he how he got out it did how he got out earlier than he probably should have he said like good behavior or something oh man the best was when he was talking about like how they killed the
0: guy and he's like yeah I went to jail because I was an accessory to murder because they said I chopped the guy's head off. I didn't chop his head off. I watched it, but I didn't do it. <laughs> yeah, but right. they put me at the scene, so I got arrested for the same thing. I'm like, what? <laughs> you That was when I knew he was awesome. I'm like, this guy knows he didn't do well, yeah. anything wrong. He was a straight shooter, too. He was like, no bullshit, here it is. He's like, I know what happened.
2: Do with it what you will.
0: They put the man's head on a block and chopped it off, but you know how it goes. Um, oh, I have
2: one last one. All right, shoot. Um, uh, real quick, the one former doc sister wife that left.
1: Oh, yeah. oh yeah, yeah.
2: The uh, Barbara Fisher, mm-hmm. whose name was legally changed to Bala. Couldn't believe it. Just good for good for her for getting out. Yep. That, that's all I gotta say.
0: Uh, to from, you, Matt. Yeah, from every cult series I've watched, it's never easy to actually just like leave a cult when they're like you can go if you want but um yeah,
2: perfectly they're all super young they're not financially viable for like they can't support themselves exactly. so he's like, hey i'll take care of you and look at these cool tiger tigers that i have you can play with them and raise all the little babies and then he just reels them in. he's like oh yeah now you gotta bang me
1: right yeah i mean he preyed on women joe Joe preyed on. Joe did, Joe did the same thing for. He yeah, prayed Joe, on. Cousins. Joe preyed on young guys, convicts and vagrants. You know the drug addicts. That, well, he. I think he made them drug addicts quite. Well, frankly. Yeah, that helped. <laughs> like,
2: that was later. He's like, well, now you really can't leave because I'm your supplier too.
1: Right. Right. All they were doing is uh, the one guy. I mean, what's his name? The one who. The one who shot himself. Um, I honestly don't remember. his you know, name. he's uh, Travis. Yeah, Travis. Oh, there you Maldonado. go. He, you know, they he shows up. I don't know what, I don't know, early in maybe episode two or maybe episode three, and then he pretty much disappears from the show um, until they oh, talk yeah, about I knew, him. I knew something bad happened to him, that right, I nice knew. I, well, again, that you know, that's talked about in in the podcast, so I knew it was coming. But again, gotcha. it it just you know, he just goes away until. All of a sudden, he shows up and they show them all drugged out, and boom, he, he you know, kills himself accidentally. Um, but that's what happens when you are doing stuff like that.
2: This can't fire without a clip of it. Bang.
0: <laughs> but uh, so, I think my favorite character, Mike, I was going to say his original producer, um, just because that guy, yeah, that guy is awesome. But. I'm going to switch it up, and on the topic of Travis's suicide, I'm going to say the campaign manager was my favorite. Yeah. Because that guy took the job without knowing what it was. He literally just had a passion for this, and he's like – I can do this. This is a once in a lifetime shot walked into shit show central. And he's like, Oh my God. No. What the fuck? <laughs> he couldn't believe it. Into. He, he watches Joe almost get eaten. He watches someone blow their head off. He, he watches the, I think he saw the fire when the pro, the production studio burned down. This man saw so much. He lived in their conditions and he's, like just this guy that wanted to do something cool that he's always thought of
1: he may be the best example of that five-year camera rolling thing because you see him and he is this almost square looking gentleman who you know who works at walmart i guess he's a manager there you know he's 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 <laughs> as, in the corporate he's game. as buttoned up as you can be if you're from you know oklahoma and then when they talk to him at the end, you know, by, I that, it. by that barn, he looks totally different. You could almost say he has meth teeth. I mean, it's just crazy. It's just the, the uh, how he changes the metamorphosis <laughs> that he goes under from when he started to when that thing ended. It did. From all he saw, it just, it just ruined him. I hope he's seen a therapist now. He has to be.
2: My last my last favorite guy. There's so many that I like. It's, it's
0: oh, I know what you're gonna ski. say. Jet ski guy. <laughs> James Garrison <Thank> <laughs> 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 He prefaced everything he said with is this gonna be part of the testimony? Mm-hmm. I shouldn't say this. I'm just kidding, here we go.
1: Well, he was
2: already an in informant, like
0: Yeah. He was safe. I... Yep. You know
2: the FBI bought him that jet
0: ski too They're like, oh yeah, funny. They're like, hey man, you want to be an informant? He's like, absolutely not Well we have a jet ski for you And there's a documentary You could be in that documentary on this jet ski <laughs> And yeah. he was in laughed so hard <laughs> It was
2: so out of place <laughs> They're like talking about Joe in prison And the next scene is just him Whipping around the ocean <laughs>
1: Yeah, he's he was, he was a crazy guy. He's the definition of a snitch. <laughs> he was, oh man, he. They're all two faced. Oh my goodness, they're all of them, all of them. But... So on the um, discussing how ridiculous
0: the the cast was, so Carol had her first husband, who she definitely killed, um, has to. <laughs> I say she ate him as well with the tigers, but that's just my prediction let's talk about her new soulless husband <laughs> the simp he is once i looked up what simp was finally i'm like okay this guy is a he has no spine <laughs>
2: okay well you know that you know the picture right from their from their like honeymoon or whatever oh yeah where he's on the leash
1: yep where she's dressed oh, up in so her dress creepy. so creepy
0: That's when I knew she killed her husband. That kind of woman definitely killed somebody. And it was her husband. But yes, that picture. And his eyes. He looks like Mitch McConnell. Like Florida Mitch McConnell.
1: Yeah, he looks... Yeah, Or a droopy dog maybe a little bit too. No. (laughs) Not again.
2: (laughs) I don't even know what to say about him. But Carol's like he's literally just an echo of Carol. she would say something, and he'd just go, "Yeah, it just sucks." <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you say, Carol. Don't murder me like you mur- uh, murdered your last <laughs> husband.
1: I, I mean, go me... with the meat grinder. Carol had that awful, nervous laugh that just. <laughs> Oh, it just got. And she did just it said all so the time. Much. Killed my husband. Oh. <laughs> I didn't kill my husband. <laughs> oh come on! This, this is like a movie. Are you kidding? This is like the worst written movie of all Man. time. <laughs> Law and Order would be all over your ass if that was you. My goodness. So
2: then, another part that adds on to that is after the scene where the where Joe's in the cage and then the one tiger starts going out his boot or whatever. If I oh, asked yeah. Carol about it. She's like, Oh, well, if you really wanted to get a tiger to go after you, put some sardine oil on his shoes. You it's know, like, something Carol, that... How do you know that?
0: No, <laughs> the best was she goes, Sardine oil, or something it wants to eat. Tigers only want to nuzzle that smell. And it's like, Huh? Cat, <laughs> okay. And then when
2: he asked her about the meat grinder, she's like, ah, He couldn't even fit his hand in there. <laughs> had to chop it up into a bunch of little pieces where right they go in. I had to
0: put it in finger by finger. <laughs> That's right.
1: I'd use a wood chipper. Oh wait, I'm sorry. What did I say? Something.
0: I also liked how when they were like negotiating, like when Joe was negotiating because he was gonna lose everything in the lawsuit, and he was talking to whatever Carol's husband name is. He's so forgettable with his name because he's a shadow. Carol too, I guess. Um, when they're talking and he's like, just
2: call him sent for the
0: rest of the yeah. cast. When he's the mediator. And they start talking, and he's like, I had it mediated. And then Carol just goes, and then I came in. And he's like, and then she came in. <laughs> it's like, okay, <laughs> you are the weakest man. <laughs> you you could have helped this poor guy out who's about to lose it all. And you, you let your wife, who would have killed you if you didn't let her talk, <laughs> trounce all over you, and here we are. Yep. Unbelievable. Yep. Um, so I'm looking at my notes now. Um, let's see. Uh, why on earth did Joe Exotic put a padlock on his Prince Albert?
1: (laughs) (laughs) On his his Prince Albert, (laughs) yeah, that was uh, just chalk that up to one more weird thing that (laughs) Joe does. I don't think there's any explanation for it.
0: Like, do you not remember that?
1: It just is.
0: I don't think you are kidding so mike i'll set the scene for you when they're yes, in his I bedroom and he's got the padlocks on the wall and he's like i'll yeah. put that on my prince albert and they're like doesn't that get tangled in your underwear well i don't wear underwear and then the next scene is him putting jeans on with no underwear <laughs> you like yeah, oh okay. no right. oh. Uh, Matt,
2: that's the only explanation
0: but come on that is that I, I couldn't get by that. <laughs> That's like a
2: two-second bit
0: in this <laughs> excellent, insane show. I dwelled on that for so long, mainly because number one, you're putting a padlock on your penis, but number two, he said he never wears underwear. This man only wears skin-tight jeans. <laughs> that doesn't
2: shock me though. You could find a lot of people in Oklahoma that don't wear underwear and jeans.
0: Oh. Jeez,
2: they hell like a scar where it rubs up against your zipper. <laughs>
0: um, let's see. Uh, oh, the Walmart meat truck was gross. Oh, oh. that was so
1: gross. It's
2: the grossest part. So,
1: oh, they're like making the a pizza with the like, expired meat. Oh yeah,
2: you know, it's we get all the old meat that's like uh, just barely gone bad, or it's like people like wanted to return it or whatever at the register, and you're like, okay, yeah, it's just you know. It sucks that the tigers can eat hot dogs, but whatever. And then, like five minutes later, they're like, oh yeah, all the employees get first pickings because that's all they eat. It's like, oh no.
1: Right, and then you can draw the conclusion that when they when they did open up the pizzeria, that you can imagine what those toppings were. No, they straight up said it. Did they say that? They did say yeah. it. They're like, yeah,
0: that. You just look for damn. whatever you can. You throw it on, and then the next scene is Joe. This is the best damn pizza I've <laughs> ever had. And you're like. Uh,
1: uh. He nope. strongly
0: hinted at it.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it was the
2: guy, the the one keeper that didn't have his legs. He strongly hinted that the meat truck meat went on the pizza.
0: It had to be him. But then there was the the other keeper who we haven't even talked about, the guy with the long hair always wore the sunglasses, dog the bounty hunter. Yep. Eric yep. Eric Cowie. Or um, Cowie, however you say his last he, name. He uh He said he's like, Good thing I like my meat rare. I think he ate it raw. <laughs> I think they were eating the raw meat off the truck. Like if you looked in that trailer, I don't think they could cook. They were definitely eating raw meat.
1: (laughs) You know, I've come to the defense a lot about the filmmakers and uh, that they were just they're just filming life as life as they saw it. But in that last episode where they're talking to Eric and he is drunk and or stoned out of his mind in that bedroom. Oh, and yeah. he basically passes out during the conversation. It's like, Well, did you need really, Did you really terrible. need to show that one? That was a little bit much, but uh Well they started they, they
2: filmed for five years, they have way more material they can use from sober head than that Well
0: they, I mean if you look at not how
2: Patreya's life is more trash than it actually is.
0: I mean I don't wanna rough. I don't wanna super defend them here, but they were kind of doing like up-to-date, like, updates on them. Kind of. Like, they did the... I mean, if that's where he was, it's shitty that they did it. They probably should have found... I mean, they could have done him at the courthouses as, like, updated. Like, this is where he is. He just testified. And he's not happy about it. But instead, they did that. And I was like, wow, that's rough. <laughs> that poor guy. But... um, I... It was just, who's the next one to go to jail out of them all? Is it Jeff? Yes.
1: Yeah, probably next Jeff. Me,
2: no, 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 no. It'll be Alan.
1: He's Alan?
0: A little...
1: Alan Glover. Oh the, guy,
0: oh, the guy that was supposed the to hand, get... The handyman that was going to go kill Carol for <laughs> 3000 bucks. Then he, got t- <laughs> then he got too hopped up on drugs, forgot what he was going to do, and <laughs> took the money. <laughs> Ended
2: up with the wrong state and just hammered for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh shit, Joe's in jail.
1: you know you wonder if he had gotten more money up front whether or not he would have gone through with it you know if he had put i think he would have gone if, through if he had with put it, 10 if grand had if, he had, if he had he 10 didn't. grand would he have still have run off with the 10 grand or would he have you know maybe done something to carol since he got that much money who knows?
0: I, I think you would have had to backload the contract for him to do it. If you said, if you knew the money was good, which honestly, with the Joe Exotic financial situation, it probably wasn't. But if like Prime Joe Exotic, if you were like, I will give you ten grand. I'm going to give you two up front, eight after the job's done. He absolutely would have done it. If you had given him ten up front, he would have run away with it and ended up in another state again. That guy. I think,
2: he, I think if he wasn't a drug addict, he would have made it all the way to Florida and actually did
0: it he hated Joe enough to where if he gave him all the money he would've run away with it and been like Jeff look what I did and he'd be like oh shit I'm at the zoo yeah.
2: I'm in Vegas with my tigers <laughs> in the suitcase <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey ladies check out. this out we used to hang out in hotel lobbies with little tiger cubs in our suitcase and wait for pretty girls to come in and go pet them upstairs in their rooms like what the
1: fuck well, and you can saw. You his, imagine, and you can you imagine? you imagine his, how
2: disgusting those
1: rooms were uh, in Vegas with just tiger cubs shitting everywhere? <laughs> you know they didn't take them outside; they were just locked in there eating
2: hot dogs in the bathtub.
1: <laughs> well, you saw his inter his Instagram post. Uh, was it last week with the nanny? With the alleged, I want to say alleged nanny, because I'm not so sure that he just he just found one of his. People that hang around and say, "Here, you." I'm going to say you're my nanny, and just threw him in the picture. No, no, no. they it talked in the talk about
2: that at the end of the show.
1: It was the same girl, wasn't it?
2: I don't know if it's the same girl. I haven't seen the post, but he talks about with his girlfriend or
1: whatever. Right. The, what? That when was
2: when she's when she's pregnant. He's like. Yeah. I. I
1: <laughs> well, and that's why he made the she post. She agreed to
2: get a nanny, but I have to pick her out. And right. I like lookers or something like that. And he shows a picture, and she's an absolute smoke show from, like, Slovakia.
1: <laughs> <laughs> What's my point? You know, that that, that was so creepy, uh, you know, to say something like that to your wife um, that, you know, and then he went ahead and, and put that photo out there. So, again... I'm not so sure. It's it's it was a a nanny.
0: Well, so. no, they were in they were in that kind of relationship though, where like they would sleep around. He was a swinger. Oh yeah, and she knew it. Right. And, and I, didn't she
2: go out to Vegas
0: with him? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. They would party together all the time. And I'm. Isn't she the one that he beat like most recently?
1: Most was that recently? was that
0: wasn't that the one where there was the active case like during the show?
1: No, no, that was they mentioned a previous Oh, I didn't know if it was her or someone no, else. No, it wasn't her. It wasn't her. It was someone else that he beat up. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't the redhead or whatever she was there. That guy was like
0: borderline stable for the camera. But then when you heard all the stuff he did and you watched him again, you're like, "Oh my god, no.
1: <laughs> He's not safe for the world." <laughs> well, I like I like when uh, Joe's talking to the carol and her lawyer and then jeff walks into the room and he <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i don't know what i can't remember exactly what he said oh it was so damn funny well he's like you know is you're not supposed to be on this call and he said well you know i'm in the united states you know whatever 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 and then he i don't know he used some expletives to uh end that conversation he used like it was over
0: he was like bad expletives that we don't even use on the podcast <laughs> right and it was, yeah. Car- what, no, wasn't it Carol's husband and her?
1: Yeah, it was, it was right. But it, it, was, it was, I didn't think that was was a their lawyer. lawyer, and the two of them.
0: But I, mean, I think the husband had the phone. And that's what he told him. He said, your wife is a whatever he said. Yeah, I think he used the C word, maybe. He definitely did. Yeah. Because even I was taken aback. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> you can't use that talk. <laughs> that's a lady. could compared to Joe. Um, oh, and the, going back to, uh, the hitman, um, the interview when he's in the bathtub, (laughs) that was awesome. He, that wasn't even like taking advantage. That wasn't on the same level as like talking to Eric when he's like stoned. That was talking to a man who didn't care, who was just trying to take a bath and that's his daily routine and you're not stopping him. He's like, I'm going to take a bath. You can ro- roll the camera if you want, but I'm getting in this tub. And there he was being interviewed in the tub. <laughs> yep. Awesome. Um,
2: can we talk about how bad we feel for Joe's parents? Oh, my God. <laughs> that are financially in hell because he wanted to have a, a little petting zoo of tigers.
0: So he put everything in his mom's name.
2: They'll just shove papers in front of her to say, It's for the zoo, sign it.
0: And then when you're.
2: If you love me, you'll sign this paper.
0: And then when your assets get seized, everything that is under your mom's name,
1: poof, it's all her (laughs) property. And they had a lot of assets because when um, Joe's brother died in that car accident, they got a, from what I understand, a huge settlement. Um, and uh, the father didn't want to spend it because he thought not because he was a miser because he thought it was blood money. So he didn't want to. You know they had the money but they didn't spend it. So that I think they had the assets and Joe was certainly scared of them losing all of that too. Wow. But so.
0: That's just
2: insane. The fact that like their last like. Chance at being financially okay is like a GoFundMe video is
0: <laughs> terrible. Oh my god. And how about when he invited tra- uh, Travis's mom to his wedding just for the picture of them? Two months, two months after the suicide. Two months after all this heartbreak and a living memorial, yep. he falls in love with another 19 year old who's actually gay this time. <laughs> yep. yep. Like. Uh,
2: and then i didn't know whether to laugh or cringe when joe was singing at travis's funeral
0: i cringed that was bad however however the music videos were gold (laughs) those songs and those videos will live on forever at like the upper echelon of music
1: it's it's interesting how did we lose mike
0: yeah he hung up
1: i'll call him back but we can
0: still discuss
1: but it's interesting how the, the, the TV show didn't mention that, um, you know, that's not Joe singing. But I guess he sang, you know, background vocals on, you know, one or two songs that the producers didn't want to say, uh, yeah, that's not Joe. You know, that's not Joe singing. You all know that, right? Um, so they didn't say that. But the fact is that's not that's not him singing which should be clear from his speaking voice uh, I'm sure bah, 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 ready, bah, bah. but it was these two um, songwriters from uh, uh, Washington state who wrote all those and uh, the, you
2: mean Joe didn't write the masterpiece hard uh, to I believe saw a tiger? I know hard to believe <laughs> but yeah <laughs> It only has like 90,000
0: plays on Spotify. It needs to have more. I'll endorse it. But that.
1: He's, he's a Millie Vanilli himself, right there.
0: Oh, yeah. He, uh. But, um. Didn't he make a song? Was it a song or an ad where he had, He was like. I think it was Carol's funeral, and he got some woman who looked like Carol to play she her. She looked a lot like her, oh. too. She did. Was- <laughs> I was so taken aback. <laughs> where I looked, Where I, did he find her? I looked at her, and I'm like, oh my god, why is Carol <laughs> agreeing to this? <laughs> and he was like talking to her, and I'm like, okay, that can't be Carol, because he'd be cursing her out. She looked just like
2: her. <laughs> that was a whole music video.
0: And then he was like... Well, and then, so there was the music video where he looked like her, but then there was all, like, the Joe Exotic TV things where he was, like, shoving the dildo down her throat. He threatened her with the snake. And I'm like, I mean, one of my other notes is, how did he not, nobody, like, cite him for harassment or, like,
1: aggression or whatever? Because in actuality, no one was watching it. I mean, you had, you, you probably do, oh, had yeah. tens of people <laughs> who, were, who were watching that, and he was doing them all the time. And he I don't did think like a show a day. And he didn't have; he had very few viewers, <laughs> so that's why no one. That's why no one said anything because no one was watching. He did this
2: was joke, TV show for years, and no one ever watched it, but he wouldn't stop doing it.
1: Man, can you imagine the kind of stuff that went up in flames when the uh, when the uh, well when when it went up in flames? In yeah. I mean there's two things you can two things you can say. Carol very likely had something to do with her husband being killed and two very likely Joe was involved in that you know the arson that burned down his oh, studio. There's no question that he was involved in that too.
0: He just everything about him was ridiculous. And you could say the same thing about our podcast, Mike, that tens of people listen to it, <laughs> and all of our hot takes aren't recorded anywhere, so that's why we haven't gotten any hate mail. That's
1: right. That's exactly right.
0: Um, but yeah, uh, we
2: definitely said some things that are shady.
0: Yeah, we have. Whatever. Um, but, um, the At least other...
2: we're aware that this isn't like a giant thing that's going to make us super famous and that oh, yeah. we're just no doing shot. it because it's fun.
0: Oh, yeah. But uh, another note to Joe Exotic's many professions. So he's a professional arsonist. He's a TV celebrity, a songwriter, um, but also a, when magician. a magician. A magician. Um, he's a politician. He's a politician, a cook. But let's not forget um, in when Saf gets her arm ripped off, he has a paramedic jacket. <laughs> Joe Exotic is somehow in possession of a paramedic jacket. And probably a paramedic. That is definitely what the padlock on his Prince Albert is for. It's to certify his his status as a paramedic.
2: Quick, one of my keepers just got her arm ripped off. I can finally wear my jacket.
0: (laughs) I knew those years of med school would finally pay off. (laughs) That was one thing where he came into the frame because I was like, okay. She's getting her arm ripped off. Where is everyone? And then he comes in and I look at his jacket and I'm like, okay, this woman's getting her arm ripped off, but somehow this is more shocking to me. Did he take it from a first responder? If he didn't, why the hell does he have it? (laughs) It was just one of those things that I was so, it just baffled me more than it should have. And then there was that. And then the fact that he had bullet hole tattoos, which was Hilarious. I actually thought he got shot in one of, like, the things, and I'm like... <laughs> when he's "Oh he's lying my... down with his first husband? Yeah, I'm like, nope, those, those are tattoos. He has bullet hole tattoos.
2: <laughs> I thought they just, like, painted it on, like, as a joke at first, like, for that one picture. And then I saw it later, I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I mean, the man's got ten piercings in his ear, so... Why wouldn't he... <laughs>
1: Yep, he's, he is uh, this Halloween's biggest costume, probably, I would imagine. Oh, definitely.
0: So, uh, in the last episode, talking with uh, mom's gay friends, um, they said that in the um, gay community that Carol is actually going to be a big one. Um, I don't know why. I have no idea why, but I was like, what about the rest? And Bruce was like, yeah, I mean, yeah, you're going to have your Joes, your Johns, but... Carol's gonna be big, and then he said that he's gonna start
1: greeting everyone with "Hey, all you cool cats and kittens." I well, she's hate that. she's, I... always, <laughs> she's oh. always wearing she's always wearing the the tiger prints, so I can see how the gay community can, will will, you know, might take to that and dress up. But like she's her.
2: allergic to cats.
1: Yes, she is, she which was hilarious. That... What's interesting oh. is is the first episode you know if, if you're if you're a newbie you watch that first episode and it kind of sets the table you know that you know they show you all these interesting people you know they show you joe and they show you um Antle and they show you carol uh and that other that other dude too um who got who gets involved with Jeff. Oh, with Jeff, the guy who always has the monkey on him in the diaper. Right, right, right. That guy was
0: really funny. <laughs> right. And I, uh, that guy I is, is like, it? that guy is the, if you step on my land, I'll shoot you. I know when I'm oh, being screwed, God. I'm out of here.
1: So so they set it up that, you know, these are, these are really interesting uh, animal people. And then you jump all the way to the last episode and they talk about you know, they, they uh, with the, you know, they throw up the stats at the end and but, but in between you know, they really, really don't get into a lot of the mistreatment that these animals must face day in and day out they kind of uh, imply it you know, the awful cages that they set in, you know, they're always muddy you know, the the Walmart food but And I think that only is the tip of the iceberg. Um, I mean, they don't bring up the fact that he shot five tigers till the very last episode. Mm -hmm. You know, how did they, you know, what are you saving that for? I mean, these animals were mistreated for years and years and years. And I guess I am faulting the producers for something else here, that they really don't get into uh, that. You know, it's all about the, the cub petting and that's bad and that's bad. Yeah, it is bad. But uh, when they get full grown, the mistreatment is is awful, and there's probably no vet on site, because how can you afford well, just, a, how can you afford vet. a vet? That's right, he's a paramedic too. Um, how can you he, afford a veterinarian when, you, when you're barely paying you know you're barely paying your bills? They're shooting these. They, they show guys shooting up the the. The uh, animals with what, you know? And they're not, you know, they're Catabans. not doctors. They're not veterinarians. Who are these people? They're just taking random drugs and shoving them in these poor animals. Oh, that well, was awful. It was never the show was never about the animals.
0: It was about no, the tiger it was, king. It was more
2: about the personality. It wasn't. <laughs> should it wasn't should like it? a, a oh, uh, what's whatever, whatever animal rights group.
0: PETA. Oh, PETA.
2: Not PETA. Fuck
1: PETA. Humane, humane <laughs> society?
2: Sure. But they're not <laughs> and kittens.
0: The AFPCA. But,
2: like, <laughs> it, it was just about how absolutely... These, it's just about the craziness of the people. Like, they do even mention, like, the rumors about Doc, like, actually running, like, the... the I don't know what the The f- cremation chamber. Are. Yeah, right. If the Cubs, like old enough now to, like, seriously injure someone that wants to pay to play with it, like, fucking, in the oven you go. Yeah, it's, but, like, they, they didn't really explore that. Like, it was, one person said, yeah, Doc pretty much lights all those cubs on fire when they're too old, and like, yeah, that's about it.
0: If they wanted <laughs> to, if they wanted to make this about the animals, it would have all been from Carol's point of view, and would have grilled everyone else on the gross mistreatment of these animals. It would have like gone into evidence about Doc Antle's cremation. It would have episode one would have glanced over Joe Exotic shot five tigers, and here's the remain. It would have been like the news story flashing, and then you would have seen everything going about it. And Carol would have been a good guy, and nothing about her husband would have been said. But this was strictly about the people.
1: No, I agree. I think the the uh, the filmmakers were not were not journalists they were pretty much voyeurs for this entire time. And I mean, that's, I guess that's okay. They did Um, what they set out to do. But, you know, to tell these, to tell these people's um, stories and ignore the animals, because it was the bottom line, that's what they, that's how they made their money. That's what made them who they were. So to totally ignore that, um, I don't know. Again, it they, they they didn't totally ignore it. They imply all the mistreatment, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But you know they don't they don't I, I go mean, they don't again they're not journalists they weren't going into uh, into the whats and the whys because then they probably figured to themselves that hey if we start asking questions like that then they're going to kick us out of here. Yeah
2: that part of it where they still want them to like like them enough to talk to them and you got the whole thing of just like the show you're trying to create like if it was just animal rights and we need to shut all these places down and all that like no one's gonna watch that past like 20 minutes (laughs) like how long how long can that actual message be spread on a docuseries like they found these Disgusting crackhead psychopath people, and they're like, Holy shit, this is a gold mine that has been untouched. This is California and the gold
0: mine era. Well, and then, once you start talking, once you're like, We got meth heads in Oklahoma, and then they're like, This guy, Doc Antle, uh, he's my idol, and they're like, Who? So you go down to Florida and you find this mega narcissist, and he's like, "You wouldn't believe the kind of shit I do, and I can't wait to tell you about." And you're like, "Oh my God, how much film did we bring?" <laughs> <Can> <laughs>
1: and
0: we and do then Dax goes,
2: "You know this guy Mario?" <laughs>
0: yeah. he's like, "This you guy
1: Mario, one of my best friends." You'd love
2: X-Con, it. Now animal dealer.
1: Right. Well, at the they as they state right at the very beginning, they were looking to do a story on what the uh, reptile. Um uh you know, the selling of like reptiles on the black market or something like that. Yeah, it was and, like venomous
2: Snakes and like
1: crazy right. stuff. And then wham, they <laughs> they got onto this. Well yeah. Oh yeah, that was in the first episode when
0: there's the dude with the van mm-hmm. and he's like, I just bought these snakes, and then they go into the van. He he's opens like, the, look what outside he got. opens the van. Is that a tiger? <laughs> well, yeah, I just bought it from this guy, and they're like, Where's the guy? I thought it was a
2: snow leopard
0: That's right, it was
1: a snow leopard
2: Still in like, shocking In like a 200 degree van in the middle of Florida Yeah
1: Right, and who knew you could get one for Two or three grand, right? Who knew?
2: That was Shocking to me, it's like Yeah, these tiger cubs going out to California right now Just sold them each for 3000 a pop I'm like, three, that's it? No wonder there's so many running around Fucking Texas and Oklahoma Yep yeah. You hit some oil and you got fifty tigers in your backyard.
0: It's exactly what Jerry Jones did. He struck, he struck oil, built a stadium to house tigers, found that was illegal, and <laughs> then favorite, made the Cowboys.
2: My favorite tiger stat. My favorite tiger stat is that there's like more tigers in kept in like private collections in like Texas than there is left in the wild.
0: <laughs> Which is absurd. <laughs> and Mike Tyson owns one of them. And apparently, See, I don't I, think he does anymore. I didn't know Shack had tigers.
1: Well, I don't think he, he I think he there. I saw, I read an article last week that he he does not, he does not own. He said he does not own tigers. I don't think Shaq
0: knows what he owns. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't take his word for it. He's got a lot Mike. of honorary degrees, but that's about it. Mike Tyson's it. just raising mm-hmm. pigeons
1: now. Yep. Shaq. I got. I got a lemur. No tigers. Just lemur. <laughs> You
0: can talk, talk to my guy Chuck. He got all the Tigers. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> poor Charles <Tom> Barkley. <laughs> poor Charles Barkley's getting raided by the feds because Shaq said he had Tigers. <laughs> Why are you FaceTiming me, Mike?
2: I don't know. What I hit? I don't
0: know. But oh, now you're here. Uh-oh. Great. You're looking <laughs> how at the how I ceiling. Go back? I don't know. <laughs> You scared us. You still sound fine, it's just a little louder. But uh does anyone else have anything they'd like to discuss regarding the Tiger King and all of his disciples? Is there uh, anyone we haven't touched on yet? Um I don't think so. I don't I think we actually touched on everyone. Which is amazing,
1: really. We didn't we didn't talk much about John Finley. We didn't talk much about him.
0: Well, he did get he did get private property of Joe Exotic covered up, but not all the way. The bull only covers the middle part, and I. This was discussed previously, but frankly, I love this topic so much I need to say it again. When he was getting that covered up, and the guy was like, "Wow, what was that?" and he's like, "Whatever." But like, imagine being a man with the IQ of John Finlay. And you're like, I need a tattoo to cover this up. And it's like, well, what do you want? And he's like, I don't know, a bull, but don't cover the whole thing. I just want to remember a little bit of it. Mm -hmm. Like, and how soon after he married his, like, current wife and had a kid, did he get that covered up? Because there's a very good chance that that baby is the private property of Joe Exotic. (laughs) And he got his new,
1: and he got new teeth, too. He did. Yeah. So, um... He was one of the folks... I haven't seen... I, I have to check him out. He is one of the people that, that David Spade spoke to. Yes. Spade spoke to him. I think Jeff Lowe. Um, and one or two others. Maybe Renky. He talked to him too. And maybe Saf. I'm not sure. He definitely talked to Finley and uh, Lowe. Um, I'm not sure... Who else? But those are online now too.
0: Yeah, actually, I didn't know that David Spade was doing like interviews on whatever, mm-hmm. but that's something that I meant to check out. Mike, what are you doing? Unwrapping a piece of candy next to your phone?
2: No, I'm just sitting here.
0: Oh, okay. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, John was—I really thought he was gay for the majority of that show. I don't know why, but something about him, I was like, okay, Joe, like, yeah, you you know. But, like, John, I was like, I think he is. Like, something about him, I was like, I think he's really into Joe Exotic. And then they said that he ended up marrying the, whatever, greeter, receptionist, whatever. Right. And I was like, uh, huh, okay. And then Trevor... Mm-hmm or Travis shot himself, and I'm like, well, nothing I thought was real. I thought Travis was so distraught, because they were talking about him with the meth. I'm like, this guy's done so much meth, he's not safe to interview. And they shot himself, and I'm like, oh, you can't interview a dead guy. That's right. So that was, there was a lot going on in my head that didn't make much sense for me watching the show, but it all came full circle.
1: It was all crazy. If you haven't watched it, you, you, you gotta watch it. I'm sorry.
0: You have to. I I hate when people tell me to watch things, but and then it sucks and yeah and then it <laughs> sucks and I hate telling people to watch things, but holy shit, watch the Tiger King. <laughs> I always listen to just, Mike Mike's I have, recommendations.
2: I have one last point.
1: Make it. The floor is yours, Mike.
2: Just like. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> um, <coughs> me. Clear my throat for this one.
1: Yeah, make sure it's clear. Is
2: it, just like the most insane part about this is there's not a single person that they touch on that is like has any shred of innocence, excluding Joe's parents. Like anyone that's like actually like in the forefront of this, even Don Lewis is like the actual Carol's old husband who's disappeared. Like he was like A pseudo predator when he was like forty five or whatever, and he picked up eighteen year old Carol on the street. Was like, get in my truck. Like, like he wasn't like he wasn't a good guy. Like, none of them are. That's just the craziest part to me. There's not, there's not one person that's like completely innocent or like. It's just insane.
1: Right. Again, no one. No one's certainly no one's innocent um, but again I'll stand by some respect for for John, Renke and uh, Saf Well
0: oh, yeah keepers excluded <laughs> John Renke like the, John Renke said that really all that he could anything but yeah I mean what was that? I don't know but John, John knew he shared what he knew and he was f- up front he didn't embellish any of it right he said what he knew and he said i'm not too sure but i think this happened and i'm gonna say it like it is and I... saf was just like bullying uh, in her whatever was she in a was she in a dump i don't know i think she was sitting in
1: the city dump john's like yep i think this, i think the hummer this this i'm driving is, is stolen trailer. <laughs> oh
0: that yeah, Mike. When uh, when John said that he's like, I think I was sold a stolen Hummer. <laughs> I think the case is still open. That was awesome. <laughs> he's like, I mean, I'm still driving it, but I think it's stolen. And Garrett Garrison <laughs> denies. <laughs> in denies it was stolen. Like a cop's gonna watch that. He'll look through the files and be like, Oh my god, here's the Hummer case. We get to get that. And you know they'll show up and John'll be like, Here you go. It's all you.
2: It was disgusting when they went through the. Uh... Trailers of all the keepers and stuff at oh. Joe's place, oh. and there's just rats running around everywhere, and oh. like their dressers and stuff. It's Jeez.
0: like oh. now one thing that um the gay podcast did reveal was um and it was hilarious when it was said was that yes you you may not have great financial situation but clean your damn house. That was hilarious, um, Mike. I'm gonna recommend that you listen to the tiger king portion is within the first hour i'd listen to those hot takes um but uh,
2: i will prefer whenever we talk again
0: tomorrow (laughs) new season of call of duty starts tomorrow so we'll be on but uh that was um that's all i've got um does anyone else have any closing remarks regarding the tiger king other than watch it i'm out of takes
1: nope again check out the podcast and uh let's hope there's a couple more follow up netflix episodes
0: there will be at least one and i'm excited for it
1: yeah the producers say i mean they were there for five years they must have a few more shows they could probably make
0: they must have a few more hundreds of hours of footage <laughs> yeah. um well thanks everyone so, thanks gonna, everyone I'm for
2: listen to i saw a tiger
0: amazing support our boy joe in jail um Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to this special episode of uh, our Tiger King review. Thank you, Dad Mott, for coming in and giving us uh, your review. My pleasure. Mork, thanks for calling because you do nothing. I guess I don't know. Thanks for not having You're anything. Babies. Thanks for not having anything better to do. Um, and uh, oh, uh, Mike, happy National Beer Day! Cheers Enjoy uh, enjoy a Link. brew uh, Think of me Go buy some Kolsch with a mask on or something um, But Thank you everyone uh, and
1: Thank you to Domino's We couldn't have done the show without you yeah, We really couldn't... appreciate it yeah, Your support there. means would, everything to us I wouldn't
0: survive if I didn't eat some slices You're feeding Mork one large pizza at a time And your deals are unmatched Thank you And uh, yeah, Alright Thanks Mike Thanks Dad Mott
1: Bye, everyone.